boom, here comes the boom. And welcome back to The Truth Hurts, where we expose corrupt politicians and lying corporate media. And by politicians, I mean both those in the Republican and Democrat ranks. However, in Minnesota, we're on the front lines of this battle against the progressive left, the crazy globalists who are trying to change everything, including genders, which there's like a thousand some nowadays, <laughs> I guess, Jesse. Yep. So uh, this is what we are seeing. And I never thought for... My whole life that I would be talking about this stuff so much. Seems like we're doing a lot of shows on it, but we have to because clearly this is what the left wants. And I think they're going to suffer electorally for what they're pushing. Mm -hmm. So joining me to talk about these important issues is MAGA Jesse. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, uh, it's a good thing that we're not on YouTube with this one because we would be banned again because anybody that questions the transgender agenda, they're get, they get cut out, you know. It's a crazy world that we're living in, and we have to fight for the children. Well, we haven't uh, ba- we haven't been banned on um, YouTube for this reason. You know, right. I just noticed something here real quick. Can you zoom out on Jesse? Did you purposely throw William's DeSantis hat on the ground like that? <laughs> well, that, you know, it, it was Can just you, sitting around. Unbelievable. Wow. This is, this okay. is garbage. That's, you know. Like, you're so biased. Um, I think we're going to talk Maybe. about DeSantis. We're going to get in the article you wrote about Florida's transgender ban, uh, mm-hmm. s- transgender surgery ban. Sorry. Uh, no one's. Yeah, nobody's ban banning transgender transgenders. People. Yeah, everyone. That's what they want you to believe. They actually want you to believe that there's violence against them. <laughs> right. They act like we're cancel culture. You know, we don't want to cancel transgenders. Do whatever you want. I don't care. I just don't want any part of it. And you can't do it to children. Well, that's that's where we're going to go with this thing is you you have to separate the overall issue from children. And it's not like this is just living in our imagination that literally the LGBTQ IA plus, (laughs) uh, which I believe means two spirits. Is that what we learned? (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's there's the two in there, too. Now, I guess. So who knows? But There's a two in there. Yeah. they, They literally put the number two in the in the acronym nowadays. It just keeps on going. Well, they're not all one community, as Dave Chappelle wrote out <laughs> uh, or said uh, in his special that the alphabet people, they don't all like each other. Yep. Anyhow, they want to bring kids into this whole thing. In fact, we've we revealed I still don't think anyone's really picked this up in the media, but uh, our lieutenant governor wore a shirt saying protect trans kids. It's got a bayonet on it. Yep. Big like big knife. What that? What's that about? So we'll talk about this potentially going into a call for violence too on the left, which this seems to be their rallying cry. So, first of all, let's go into this. Um, I think you sent me this the other day. Seems mm-hmm. like something you would send me, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when it's not Infowars stuff, it's usually some <laughs> other cl- pop culture. It's usually something crazy. <laughs> all right. So this is Drew Barrymore. I honestly, I'm going to say this. I didn't know Drew Barrymore had a show. Right. I think I remember like a concept of a show a while ago. I didn't realize she'll have. A, she actually had a show. They're just mm-hmm. giving shows away these days. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel's <laughs> got so. a show. You know, it's right. amazing. But well, we have a show. <laughs> okay. So anyhow, I got Dawson laughing. <laughs> but the establishment didn't pay us for this one. You know, we're yeah. not. We're not doing their work. By the way, forgot to introduce Dawson, the guy running the dials. How dare I? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're pulling all the triggers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's uh, play this clip. Drew Barrymore on her show. She has a transgender. Okay, hold on one second. Trans woman. So this is a man who is dressed up as a woman. I actually am fooled because there's like really no arm muscles here. So I thought this was actually a woman. <laughs> but this is a transgender person who apparently is going to be a big face in the transgender movement. 
as she gets an interview with Biden, we're going to show you in a minute. Right. And, but, you know, one thing I've been trying to do is I tried to find out what uh, this dude's name was before Dylan. And I don't know what it was. I mean, it is tough to find, uh, you know, uh, Dawson had said earlier to me that it's dead naming. Uh, that's definitely the term that these transgenders like to use if you say they're real name and well, why uh, do you think dylan's not a dylan is a i don't know name. i thought it was something different and uh you know this person was an actor they're on a bunch of different things the book of mormon and all kinds of broadway and things like that and now some tiktok star that's uh you know parading around you know there's all kinds of people that are watching this and bad influence on kids well so dylan's a boy's name though isn't it dylan mulvaney right yeah i don't know maybe Maybe it uh, was always the name Dylan. I don't know. Actress. Oh, so IMDb has uh, Dylan as an actress. How appropriate. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've seen this person in something interesting. Okay. Yeah, and the last name is familiar to me too, but uh, I couldn't connect the dots on that. Well, yeah. Well, you know, it's close to Mick Mulvaney, right? Right, yeah. Well, there's that, yeah. Okay. All right, let's listen to this clip. This is really bizarre what uh, Drew Barrymore does on set. But I also think there's something just about uh, making sure that you're, you don't put something out there before you're ready and, and really just surrounding yourself with good people. It's interesting because oh. I look at someone like you and I can't imagine anybody disliking you. Oh, please. Do you know, <laughs> Here we go. Do you want to know, ironically, who uh, dislikes me the most sometimes? Who? Myself. <gasps> me too. Oh, and but <laughs> I'm getting beclimped. I guess Talk amongst yourselves. Now, like, <laughs> you've asked me so like, weird what I would do to combat the hate, right? Yeah. But what do you do? Okay, that's a great question. Now I started, You've been doing it a little longer than I have. Well, you know, it's funny because when I was a kid, um, you starting with ET, it was the first time I was introduced to film reviews. Which are all right. Let's let's cut it there. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll have to go through the sad story of ET film reviews. She was like three or something. That film. Mm. She's not much older than me, because I think uh, that came out pretty much in eighty two or eighty three. Um, this is the whole thing: is like the violence, the threats against the trans community. Mm-hmm. Which <laughs> it's first of all, if you guys aren't following this stuff, I'm probably telling you something you already know. But it's like if Dave Chappelle tells a joke. That includes the trans community. That's mm-hmm. a threat. That is targeting trans people. <laughs> it's so utterly ridiculous. Right. And they want you bowing. They want you taking a knee to them. It's like mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore is like acting there. Actually, both sides are acting there. For Actually, sure. In many ways, the audience <laughs> is acting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can even see the people in the audience. They You can't hide uncomfortability. You know, it's a little bit weird, you know, and everybody's looking at this thing like, I guess I'm supposed to support this. And, uh, you know, you can see the audience is confused. You can see that Drew Barrymore is just trying to gain some points with the, you know, SJWs. Uh, it's just totally insane. That's a dude dressed up as a woman. And uh, it doesn't make any sense. To I me. was uh, fearful that when he, she got down in that, uh, <laughs> like her balls would pop out. Right. You know, I so. was worried about the same thing. You know, it's like, <laughs> who knows what's going on with that whole thing. And you know, that, that dress, you know, who wants to kneel if you, it's, it's, it's a, it's a weird one. You know, listen, if you, I don't want to try to be mean to people that actually have uh, uh gender dysphoria. Uh, obviously when you go around and you're starting to enter the political and the, and the uh, social cultural um, stage, 
you're fair game. And now mm-hmm. you want us all live in this delusion and wait till you see this clip with Biden. Right. It just shows that they're taking this to the largest political stage. I didn't really, you know, I'm always torn on this. It's like, I, I want to be so into the politics of things. I think you tune in this show because you're interested in the politics. If you just want someone commentating on the social stuff, the Hollywood things, I mean, there's plenty of other people to do that. So why we're talking about this is because we're actually watching this in Minnesota because we're on the front lines of this battle against the progressive left, and we're seeing their agenda full out because they got a trifecta in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and we're seeing exactly what they want to push, and now it's coming for children. And that's where it's like, well, you've really crossed the line. But they also, even with grown adults, they want them to, we want, they want taxpayers like us to mm-hmm. pay for surgeries, which is insane. Right. No, I know. And it's a, it's a total mentality of groomers, you know, that they're pushing on to these kids and trying to use the taxpayer funds for this. You know, they already pay for abortions. They might as well start paying for transgender surgeries, according to this uh, demon crat logic. And, uh, you know, like you had mentioned, too, it's it's amazing how even just making a joke uh, is now like the worst thing in the world to them. They take it as a threat of violence. You know, everyone else is allowed to be joked about. And I'm a total free speech guy. You know, every joke should be allowed. And uh, it's insane that, you know, there's this kind of pressure, this transgender agenda that can, you know, pressure these comedians and whatnot. Razzle Dazzle says, Drew is still drunk. Did she have a drinking problem? I, I didn't no, I don't know. I don't know problem. much about Drew Barrymore other than what we just saw, the chaos there. Well, Tucker says, not drunk, still high on the cocaine. She was forced <laughs> to snort as a child. I, I, I don't know. We've got to fact check some of these uh, <laughs> comments here. Uh, I, I, I think big tech should silence these people. What are <laughs> oh, they talking- yeah. Um, Mark says, hi guys, I'm back in Florida. Drew Barron must be spiritually dead. The Lord's word in Deuteronomy, 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 can't talk today. (laughs) How dare I? My dad and mom are gonna be so mad at me. I can't pronounce a, uh, book of the Bible. Bible. (laughs) (laughs) 22-5, a man shall not wear women's clothes and a woman shall not wear man's clothes. I don't know. What about like acting though? Which is what we just watched. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they don't really follow any of that that book, <laughs> which is an actually really good book as we were discussing on the last show. Yep. So this is permeating to the political discussion, the political stage uh, to the highest level. Right. I mean, we talked about Governor Walls last last week's show. Let's talk about Biden. I didn't I don't know. If, I don't I didn't know about this. Mm-hmm. We just kind of found this today. So let's go ahead and queue up this clip where some left wing uh group what is this now this is the yep. name of it mm-hmm. there's so many different news outlets i, I don't even know I've yeah they're, seen they're essentially like the huffington post they do shorter versions of clips uh yeah th- but this is a full sit down interview with right them. okay so dylan mulvaney is on this forum asking joe biden or what we perceive to be joe biden uh questions <laughs> about trans rights yeah. which i don't think he really gives I, I a didn't, shit about trans i, I rights. didn't check his earlobes i'm not sure if it's the real biden or not we'll, we'll see all right are, let's are watch they this attached or detached let's watch this uh, we're going to move on now to trans rights there have been many anti-lgbtq look, look how much he cares about this topic outlawing things like gender-affirming health care and banning kids from playing sports. To go deeper into this issue, here with us today is Dylan Mulvaney, who's welcomed us into her life by... All right, let's just pause real quick there. Pause. pause. Uh, Dawson, video expert, you know. uh, Isn't that interesting? They got a moving camera there. 
Did you see that? That little trick they're trying to play on you? Like, this thing's real grassroots, folks. Stuff. It's like a stage <laughs> thing with President Trump. Did you notice that? Let me... Yeah, rewind that here. They're kind of moving that camera around as if this is... Look at that. Unless that's just really bad camera, man. Mm-hmm. Actually, if I'm looking at it... I'm pretty sure that's added in post. Oh, you think? <laughs> I think well, so. Wow. So why would you do that? <laughs> well, there's plenty of reasons. One of... one of Well, it's weird because one of the main reasons that you would do that is to make it look like it's lower quality production, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, now this, I guarantee they would have the ability to not have it be wobbly right but then the other thing that you use it in is horror films and stuff when you <laughs> want to make the audience uneasy sure right. well, I, i'm uneasy and i'm yeah. uneasy watching this i don't know why in the world they would decide to use that for something like this mm-hmm. I- exactly once again just a big show that they're putting on for us here okay let's go ahead and listen to this once again an actor so. yeah her girlhood series Let's take a look. My name is Dylan Mulvaney. I am a trans woman, and I am documenting my transition publicly on TikTok for the world to see. When people started watching, look at that mustache. Getting higher, I realized quickly how public my transition would be. Of course, I knew that there would be backlash <laughs> and negativity. I try to not let the internet's words hurt me or my spirit. But do you know what does hurt? Seeing people in power and authority figures creating laws and bills that are actively trying to harm us. All right, stop, stop, real quick here. So you are in Hollywood. You are someone that's out there in the space. And then you do a very public transition to a woman. Mm-hmm. And we all have to be silent and just praise you. And if you're <laughs> Drew Barrymore, you got to get a knee for this crap. Yeah. Right? It's like, this reminds me of the South Park episode, the recent one. If you guys haven't seen this, you got to watch it. It's mm-hmm. about Prince Harry and uh, whatever her name is, Meghan Markle. And they're uh, on their worldwide privacy tour. It's, oh, God, Trey mm-hmm. Parker and Matt Stone. So good. But basically, we just want privacy. That's all we're here. We want privacy. Mm-hmm. Respect their privacy as they go on to, like, the shows and all that stuff. It's like, oh, my God, you guys are delusional. Yeah. And what's crazy is, you know, what's so crazy about what they want to do is they, they want to change our opinions. You know, it's like they're telling us that our opinion, the thing that, you know, is just our, our own. You know, we can't we can't help our opinions. They're telling us that our opinions are wrong and that we have to accept this or, you know, we're transphobic and every other phobic that they want to list out. Tucker noticed Dylan had more facial hair than Maga Jesse. <laughs> what a low blow. What'd you ever do to this guy? <laughs> no, that's okay. I, I mean, it, it's, it's true. I, I, I don't have much on my face right now. I'm shaved up <laughs> and uh, I, I saw that. I saw that mustache too. I definitely saw that mustache in those first couple of pictures of uh, he, of the, he, she there. So, you know, obviously this isn't just some random shot. These are all stage shots. You don't go into a place that's got that background. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so bizarre. Anyhow, mm-hmm. this is where um, Dylan makes a pivot to the greater uh, the greater movement and invokes children. So it's like we're, it's right. not us that are doing this; it's them that are doing it. And this is where it gets me fired up. Right. Otherwise, I think this just gets ridiculed in the sense that y- you think you're a woman, you're really a guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe you actually have gender dysphoria. Maybe you're just an attention-seeking asshole mm-hmm. uh, who's an actor. Right? Could be that could very likely be that here in this case mm-hmm. but uh and then of course if, if we even pine on it or tell mm-hmm. a joke we're we're awful people mm-hmm. which is really what the job of comedians is to do is to tell jokes yeah you guys just have no sense of humor right mm-hmm. which is another really bad character trait of yours right i never really thought i would be so fired up on these trans issues and then go talk <laughs> to like people about this stuff mm-hmm. and I, I, I just it gets me so mad and because it's going to children mm-hmm. all right sorry enough 
enough of me opining on this let's uh continue the video especially trans children our lives have become political talking points lawmakers in many states want to exclude us from participating in sports or getting proper health care some folks what? want to decide where we can use the bathroom no one should have fear living in a state that they call home while being true to themselves no one should have their lives put in danger look at look, oh stop 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 hold on stop <laughs> even the background if you look at that crosswalk it's the pride flag with the trans thing on it mm -hmm. the the poor pride the poor gay community now They've given up a third of their flag to the new colors. Yep. Uh, before long, the rainbow is going to be completely gone because they're going to fit everything else on that flag. Mm -hmm. You see that? Like this whole thing is staged. Oh, don't don't opine on this. Don't don't talk about me. I'm uh -huh. being bullied. But here I am just displaying myself to the yep. world. And yeah. we can't have an opinion. We have to kneel down and just go along with the delusion. Mm -hmm. And what Mulvaney was also saying there was that, you know, it's these Republican states, these red states that are pushing these laws. You know, it's like the only laws are to stop kids. You know, it's well, no, not, crazy. No, not, not when it comes to uh, adults like powerlifting, you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, like yeah, of crazy course. idea. Because right. that's what she's saying. She's tackling it all. She's putting it all together in mm -hmm. one little pot. Right. She goes, oh, they're coming after us athletes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. <laughs> Maybe a, a, a man who transitioned to a woman after the age of maturity should mm -hmm. not compete in women's mixed martial arts. Right. And also, maybe men shouldn't be going into women's bathrooms. Maybe men shouldn't be in the women's locker room. You know, it's pretty obvious, simple stuff. It seems obvious, you know, <laughs> yeah. that we would be against, that most of society would be against a full-grown man mm -hmm. living in delusion, going into a lady's locker room with little, little girls walking around and then mm -hmm. whipping out a big old dick. Yeah. You know? All no, right. I mean, it's crazy. It, right. it, I mean, it's totally an avenue for these pedophiles and the groomers and everything. And uh, that's really what we're worried about. You know, it, it's there, there's, of course, the crazies. Then there's the people that have really bad intentions and evil things uh, that they're considering. Well, and this. that's and that's where I'm going with this. Right. Is this person's actually got evil, evil intentions mm -hmm. here. By the way, the arms do look like a woman's arms. Okay, <laughs> So that's the one thing that made the transition easy is. I don't think that person ever lifted a weight in their life. Doesn't look like it. Right. Okay, let's continue on. Because of who they are inside. That's why I'm sharing my story with the world. I'm using my platform to stand up for my community and for any of the little Dylans that deserve a clear path to their true identity. Uh, Mr. President, this is my 221st day of publicly transitioning. God and, love you. Uh, thank you. I am extremely. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. That allows God me love access you. to the resources I need, and that decision is just between me and my doctors. <laughs> many states have lawmakers that feel like they can involve themselves in this very personal process. Do you think states should have a right to ban gender-affirming health care? I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question and as a legal question. I just think it's wrong. You know, I think I was saying before we started that my son, my deceased son, used to be the Attorney General of the State of Delaware. He passed the most, the broadest piece of legislation that he, as Attorney General, can do it uh, again, Dawson. Camera trick. Sign, that dealt with uh, all gender-affirming capability. I mean, there's a lot of you know, you sometimes they try to block you from being able to access certain medicines, being able to access certain procedures and so on. None of that should be available. I mean, uh, you know, no, no state should be able to do that in my view. So I feel very, very strongly that uh, 
that you should have every single solitary right, including, including use of the, your gender identity bathrooms in public. Okay, so, you. you know, obviously uh, uh, Biden doesn't give a shit about this stuff. This guy's right. been around since the dinosaurs. <laughs> so uh, he's been told this is what you have to say mm -hmm. and this is what you got to do. And I kind of wonder, like, is Biden so lost at this point in his mind that that he just just does says whatever? Or does he go back after this interview, which probably tired him out, he had to take a nap, <laughs> mm -hmm. and go – what the hell are we even talking why are we talking about this <laughs> he's got to have those thoughts deep down i mean there's no way that a guy that's you know 80 years old is uh sitting there talking about transgender stuff and not thinking that it's crazy and uh you can just see he's a puppet he's just reading whatever lines and script that he's told to uh he has no genuine thoughts of his own anymore he's just uh serving as a body uh, to you know just a vehicle for the democratic uh radical socialist agenda so he has no real thoughts anymore. It's uh, pretty crazy to see. How do you think if Trump would even get in a situation like this <laughs> yeah. as an official spokesperson in Roseville, Minnesota uh -huh. <laughs> uh, for the Trump campaign, Jesse, how, how do you think Trump would have handled something like this? Right. Well, I think if he was going to be interviewed by a transgender, it would probably be Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think Trump would just say that, you know, you're allowed to do what you want as an adult, but don't mess with kids. And uh, that's what his position has been all along. Now, but I think the sleight of hand here, and all I'm noticing, Dawson, as this is being introduced to your life too, because Dawson's really just not that political. It seems like there's a lot of slight uh, hands going on. Do you notice how uh, he she is saying that uh, they're trying to stop us from getting the surgeries we want? Everything mm -hmm. needs to be between us and the doctor. It's like you don't get a right to say that when you come over to me to pay for it, mm -hmm. because that's actually the issue. I'm just gonna say where I'm at personally because i'm very libertarian minded i don't give a crap what you want to do to yourself yep. uh you know as an adult i think uh i think i'm fine with the adult being 18 maybe 18 with a college degree i don't know what, what we should <laughs> consider it mm -hmm. i know the brain doesn't fully develop until your 20s but mm -hmm. let's just say it's an 18 year old i think at some point we gotta say they can make a decision they can screw with their body the way they want to yeah so everyone in hollywood is screwing with their bodies I think mm -hmm. plastic surgery is a pretty uh, very popular booming business out there. <laughs> so, but we've got to take that issue, that freedom that any adult has, as long as it's with their money, and and partition that from you're taking other people's money for this delusion or forcing compliance with this or having big tech silence people that have an opinion on this or canceling uh, comedians who want to poke fun at this stuff because it is actually kind of funny. You guys are so goofy. Mm -hmm. Or at the very least, can we at least agree that you shouldn't be hacking up young children and feeding them hormones before puberty? <laughs> I'd wish that they could just agree to those simple terms. <laughs> you know, let's just return to common sense because uh, – I think these leftists, none of these people, like I said about Tim Walls, same thing with Joe Biden, these people at the beginning of their careers, they never imagined ever doing anything like this, and they didn't agree with it. You know, they've been uh, coerced and uh, forced into believing this, and they're just reading their lines. They they, they don't care about uh, how crazy they look. They just think that they're scoring some Democratic points. All right, so Dylan said that she's on 200-some days of being a woman, which— do you have to be at least 280 t until you can be winning women's awards nowadays what is it <laughs> oh yeah i, I don't that know interesting? you imagine like a woman's award and you get you're a man you've been a man for like whatever i don't know how old this person is yeah i don't know maybe 30 like yeah yeah 
And so you've been a man for like 29 years and then mm-hmm. you're a woman for one year and you win some kind of award. <laughs> right. Good God. All right. So, um, how long do you think Dylan has believed that, uh, he's a woman? Well, that's the crazy thing. You know, I don't think that any of this stuff started happening until the last couple of years. You know, nobody really said anything about this transgender stuff. Uh, and when people did, they were kind of the outcasts of society, the, the weirdos and, that's how we should still probably treat them. But uh, apparently what Dylan Mulvaney says is that uh, he discovered that he was a woman at age four. There's actually an article I uh, sent over to Dawson that explains uh, a little bit more about that one. Yeah, and had you looked this up, I haven't even seen this article yet. This is a Variety that mm-hmm. we got this from, which is another left-wing publication. Yep. Very few that aren't left-wing, right? Mm-hmm. Um let me pull this up on my computer real quick. Da, 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 da. Why is that not opening? What's going on on my computer? Finally, the NSA has blocked me from opening things. There we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney recalls coming out as trans at age four, tells trans youth there's light at the end of the tunnel. First of all, like just think about that. Mm-hmm. Going out there and trying to you know, put these toxic ideas in the minds of youth. How about you just don't impact children in that regard? Like. Mm-hmm. This is not a virtue that society has deemed great. Mm-hmm. You know, this is actually very debatable. You're kind of a monster for doing that. There's some things that we've realized are good virtues that we can impart on children in general, right? Like mm-hmm. have dreams and go somewhere that, you know, things like that. Right. Um, be kind to your neighbors, but this is not a virtue. I mean, most people are against this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, while accepting the great groundbreaker award at this year's, oh my God, Queerties. <laughs> did you know about this stuff? Is that that's did a I, thing, huh? Did I know that the Queries exist? Um, queerties. Queerties. <laughs> no. Okay, at this year's Queerties, <laughs> uh, we're learning things on the show on February twenty eighth. Dylan Mulvaney declared it's day three hundred fifty two of being a girl. So this is obviously after. Um, the interview with President Biden, because mm-hmm. I think it was on like. Right. And it, it references uh, that interview in this article, too. Hold on one second. 352. That's on February 28th. Just doing the quick math. I think we're on. Um, good God. We're probably right now celebrating one year of Dylan Mulvaney being <laughs> a dude. Wow. Even a girl. I can't believe it. I, I think it's, if I got this math right, because what is it? March 16th. Yep. 16th it probably would have happened uh three days ago wow what is that happy birthday yeah yeah (laughs) yeah what do you say in that yeah happy birthday because it's a new birth right something like that yeah something all right mazel tov oh (laughs) holy shit did did dylan plan it for international women's day oh maybe that that would make a whole lot of sense that would uh, definitely make a lot of sense. The 26-year-old TikTok star who has been chronicling her journey on social media will mark one year transitioning to Ellen Mulvaney's Day 365 Live. Oh, well, how do you not tell me about this, Jesse? We had a live event on TikTok, the Chinese <laughs> app, uh-huh. on March 13th at a cabaret show. Oh, that's why you didn't tell me about it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have watched. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, anything goes these days. At New York's iconic Rainbow Room. The live stream mm-hmm. event, which benefits the Trevor Project, will feature appearances by a bunch of people who we don't know who they are, but I see a lot of um, references to queer. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, actually, the first, first person, Rachel Brosnan, 
That's Mrs. Maisel. Who's that? Haven't you seen that show? It's actually a really mm-hmm. good show. No, I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it's like a comedian in the era of like the 50s. Hmm. It's really well done. Oh, okay. I, I really am a... Um, it's called Mrs. Maisel? Miss, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Hmm. I, I knew she was a lefty, so, you know. I, you know, and enjoy music, enjoy some things these days. You kind of have to forget about their politics. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's really hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mulvaney was appearing in the Book of Mormons on Broadway when the world shut down due to the pandemic back at her childhood home in San Diego with her very conservative family. She came to terms with her gender identity and began her transition. Since then, she's amassed almost 11 million followers on the Chinese uh, app TikTok. Sorry, I'm I'm, uh, adding some editorial here. And more than 1.7 million on uh, Zuckerberg's Instagram. In October, she was invited to the White House to discuss trans issues with President Joe Biden. So that actually happened back in October. Mm-hmm. We just weren't on the ball on that one. Yeah. I caught up with Mulvaney for this week's episode of the Just for Variety. Da, 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 da. Okay, here we go. Watching Laverne Cox and Orange is the New Black. You notice how we're just naming all these things that I don't even <laughs> consume yeah. in my life, you know? Right. I don't watch that kind of stuff either. Like the most uh, woke I've gone here is watching The Last of Us. Which, <laughs> oh, yeah. Which Dawson was alerted to me to that was actually a uh, video game turned into a show and probably one of the best video games ever by the way oh the show's not bad you gotta get past the woke stuff all right and just being like that oh my gosh that's an option that's a thing i came out to my mom at age four i told her i'm a girl we were very very religious so she, she was like god doesn't make mistakes but i didn't know that i could transition i didn't know that there were yeah because you're four years old yeah. i have right i have a almost three-year-old at home a two-and-a-half-year-old mm-hmm. so i'm just trying to think at four because i got a, my next one's six mm-hmm. like four like my six-year-old doesn't know shit yeah four-year-old mm-hmm. like this is you're just a <laughs> yeah, liar like, that's what, what you are right and yeah it's just crazy what is the mom supposed to do well let me give you all these options of transgender surgery let's cut off this four-year-old's penis you know yeah. it's like what are you talking about well mom's actually making a great argument exactly who who got wrong you are God. Yeah, exactly. Who's getting like you think you're a girl? I mean, you can't say this to a four year old because what, what? You don't listen to four year olds. Yeah. Despite what Peggy Flanagan, our lieutenant governor, has to say, mm-hmm. don't listen to four year olds. They don't know shit. All right. So, uh, but this is where it's going. It's it, you know, it's one thing for this to be discussed in the past. I mean, it is what it is. Four years old, whatever. I don't believe your story one bit. But this is now becoming an issue that has to be dealt with in the public realm. Let's pull up the article that Jesse published today on the red state spans on child gender mutilation, genital mm-hmm. mutilation surgery, because this is where this is all heading. And so as you, you were seeing in the clip, and I guess you probably I didn't play the rest of the Biden clip. You guys can go look at this yourself. Um, th- they want to make it seem like the transgender community is just being targeted and all this violence is being thrown mm-hmm. at them. You know what? Actually, let's go play that clip because didn't they they dropped in that interview that that weird parent statistic that mm-hmm. black trans people are being that they're the highest risk of dying in the United States or something like okay, that. Okay, you got yeah. let's let's go back to that clip before we get into this article. Uh, oh, okay. It feels like Republicans have turned trans and non-binary people into this thing to blame society's downfall on in some ways and this narrative is not only dangerous to our mental health (laughs) but also our physical safety there you go particularly trans women of color are being murdered at an alarming rate more than any other group of people (laughs) 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 
<laughs> More than any other group of people. Yeah. <laughs> what is he talking about? It's <laughs> like what what kind of show are we living in? This is such a goofy thing. Like did they they did he just not know that and just want to emphasize that point? Or did <laughs> they tell him you need to emphasize that point? Like Oh no, no they, I'm sure his handlers definitely told him that he has to emphasize that point. I hear all the leftists, that's one of their biggest talking points. They say uh, trans people are being hurt at an alarming rate, especially black trans women of color. And, you know, they, they go through the whole thing. And uh, I don't know why they specifically, you know, single out black trans people and say that they're at such a high risk because I don't know what they're talking about. I don't about. know where they're getting that crap from. That's I don't believe that. Bullshit yeah, they, they always want to say the hate crimes, you know, yeah. all, all that kind of crap, you know, even though that's not really what's going on. I'm sure there's maybe some examples, you know, I'm not going to say that it's not happening, but to the extent that Joe Biden needs to talk about, it, I don't think so. No, of course not. It's ridiculous. But of course, it's the white MAGA Republicans that are at the <laughs> behest of that, right? That's what they say. That's what we have to learn from these guys. That is enemy number one. Especially when they get uh, private tours of the uh, U.S. Capitol. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, let's go back into uh, this bill. So this is why there's a call for this. Now, we put this little image here, boy and girl. If you guys don't know, the girl's on the left and the boy's <laughs> on the right there. Uh, that might be uh, something that a lot of people didn't know. And if you need to know the difference between the two people, um, go back to episode, what was that, like 16? <laughs> something <laughs> like explain that. <laughs> the uh, differences. <laughs> so you know that William's not on set, you know, who's very embarrassed when I bring that up. You know, I don't know why he's just always so embarrassed by that. Yeah, there you go. William's chair that <laughs> left empty today. Um, so <laughs> uh, this this knife here that we took uh, from the shirt of Peggy Flanagan, Lieutenant Governor of Minnesota. This is the symbol they're starting to mm -hmm. uh, put out there. Now she was wearing that in this... Uh, so you start out the article talking about Peggy Flanagan and Walls, our awful governor, mm -hmm. who's being groomed to be president of the United States, apparently. Yep. Um, she's wearing this shirt with a knife on it. It says, protect trans kids. Mm -hmm. And um, we have learned that actually these things are popping up all over the place. Someone was at a yeah. store the other day, mm -hmm. and they witnessed this uh, sign uh, mm -hmm. at the store that uh, had that same logo protect trans kids with the knife mm -hmm. uh this individual asked the uh person that the store clerk what, what that even meant that store clerk didn't know what it meant but we have to assume that's like their call to arms mm -hmm. and this is the trick that the left uses is you know if there's violence being orchestrated towards us we can be violent back right mm -hmm. an eye for an eye kind of principle Yep. So, so I think the they make up these statistics. Look at these uh, Democrat politicians that wouldn't call out the violence of Antifa, of Black Lives Matter. They wouldn't call out the destruction of buildings and property and uh, businesses. So uh, it's the same kind of mentality. They think that it's okay to use violence to get what they want. And then the second that anything on the you know conservative side happens, they you know call out Proud Boys and you know call everyone a racist and everything. It's just uh, their logic is not consistent at all. Right. And obviously, I don't know a single person that wants to commit violence against trans people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I, anyone I know, either. I know a lot of people that want to stop the trans community from committing violence against young children. Right. By feeding them hormones before puberty or, you know, even going into genital mutilation surgery. Mm -hmm. So now this is the narrative from the left, as you guys well know at this point. Um, but what you write about is this is actually being dealt with here in some states. Mm -hmm. And so this is the big call to arms by them is we're being bullied. This is the, the terminology our governor actually uses, these bullies. 
Mm -hmm. right? And so the bullies are in reference to Alabama, which you write, meanwhile, red states like Tennessee, Florida, and Alabama have banned the practice of transgender surgeries, puberty blockers, and hormone injections on minors. Alabama's bill banned this for anyone under the age of 19 Mm -hmm. and will even pursue criminal charges against doctors who do them with up to 10 years in prison and a $15,000 fine. Right. And that's how it should be done. You know, anyone that wants to perform these kinds of surgeries or try to screw with these kids' hormones or try to, you know, mess with their body, you should be going to jail. And uh, I think it's interesting that they choose to do it at under age 19. So that means that 18-year-old adults don't have that choice. But uh, I'd rather they go in that direction too far than uh, allowing these kids at all. Uh, So I think that's interesting. I was actually even seeing some states are considering bans up to 26 years old. So... uh, that that's an interesting way of them going about it as well. Well, and that might be based off of when uh, the the brain fully develops, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah, I think it's about twenty five years old. Prefrontal cortex is fully developed, but yep. you know, once again, I think society has to determine the age of the majority, and we mm-hmm. mostly, for the most part, have said it's eighteen. Yeah. Um, so this bill encompasses anyone under. Well, they, they include eighteen year olds, I guess, in this bill. So they assume it's the age of nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um. Right, and then, I, I want to get into. Some, I'm going to show a clip by Jordan Peterson, whose opinion I respect a lot. Who's mm-hmm. I think a deep thinker on the issues like this. Um, I think it's just this bill is good. You don't touch full grown adults with their own money. He has a different opinion. I'm actually kind of oh it's interesting. interesting. So I'm going to play that clip. But um, so this is how Alabama handled it. Then we have Tennessee, and this is what got a lot of notoriety. Uh, their bill was th- so. Just imagine in Minnesota, and once again, we're on the front lines of this liberal progressive agenda. I don't want to call it progressive. They're clearly regressing as a society. So mm-hmm. let's forget the term progressive. I almost never say that. For some reason, I got on set today and go, let's say progressive again. <laughs> They're just a crazy left-wing agenda, right? Mm-hmm. Radical. And their agenda, number one in Minnesota, is abortion in all cases bill. In Tennessee, with a Republican majority and a governor, uh, their number priority was number one priority was to protect children from the child abuse of these surgeries. So SF one Senate file one prohibits all forms of medically changing a child's gender. Mm-hmm. And then in the article, we actually did a uh, a little cutout here. The general prohibitions. This bill generally prohibits licensed healthcare professionals, establishments, and facilities from performing or offering to perform on a person under eighteen years of age or administering or offering to administer a minor a medical procedure if the performance or administration of the procedure is for the purpose of enabling a minor to identify with or live as a purported identity inconsistent with the immutable characteristics of the reproductive system that define the minor as a male or female. Notice how the left is also trying to bastardize the term male and female these days too, mm-hmm. which should be just scientific. Yep. And it just goes to show, uh, you know, this was the very first bill that the Senate in Tennessee had taken up. And what was the first thing Minnesota took up? Abortions in all cases, late-term abortions, post-birth abortions, selling body parts. You know, they don't care. They're for abortions in every single instance. And uh, it just goes to show the two different worlds, the two different uh, realities that people live in. You know, Tim Wells says one Minnesota, it's really two, uh, because the stuff that we want to see is, you know, protecting these kids while he wants to kill kids. That's right. Um, 
And so it's not lost to me that we are going the exact opposite way. And then we're calling these states bullies and saying these people are all bad. But then we're parading six-year-olds up on the stage mm-hmm. saying we need to listen to this six-year-old and believe what gender they are. And then in these two bills, both Alabama and Tennessee, there are, um, and I don't think I have this on the website here, but certainly we alluded to in Alabama, there's actually criminal violations mm-hmm. uh, for healthcare professionals. Well, I can't I almost call them healthcare professionals these days, right? <laughs> yeah. These quack doctors mm-hmm. who uh, would perform these kind of surgeries. And in case of Alabama, 10 years in prison, up to 10 years in prison. So um, Walls, in his press conference, and if you haven't seen this, go to uh, episode 24, uh, last Thursday. We did this and we broke it down. He parades out a a surgeon or a, a pediatrician who does these gender affirming care. That's what they call it mm-hmm. on, on youth, that person, which we obviously appropriately called really bad, a really bad individual. Yep. That person would be pr- criminally prosecuted in these States. Now mm-hmm. I didn't dive into the Florida, but I'm just going to read you. This is Jesse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember Jesse's all in on Trump. <laughs> so I just want to you might not have consciously noticed how you wrote this. I, I did take a you conscious did take, okay. little dig. Here you go. This <laughs> is Jesse writing about the Florida bill. Already banned in Florida, new legislation is very similar to other red states and pushes back against this woke ideology. However, the Florida bill does not go as far as others because it grandfathers in the kids that are currently doing the transition. Which is you got to take a pot shot, DeSantis. Any chance? You, <laughs> what happened to the hat? It's Have you completely? There. Oh my God! Hold on, no, leave that down there. Look, he, wh- where did you put the? He he put it in between the chairs. You are just unbelievable, Will, poor William. Is, well, I'll tell you, you know, DeSantis, he's being shoved down our throats, and I've had enough of it. Rontanamo <laughs> Bay, Meatball Ron, Ron DeSantis, uh, Ron DeSanctimonious, also all the nicknames, and I'm waiting. You know, he's going to announce. It's only a matter of time, but I've got a whole lot of information on Ron DeSantis that I think will flip some people. Well, in fairness, we need uh, Roseville's official spokesperson for the un- <laughs> unformed uh, Ron DeSantis campaign. Yep. William Beck, we'll have him in studio next week to, to yep. get the office. So I'm not going to let you get away with that, man. <laughs> All um, right. Lenny, honestly, either one of those guys so much better than this <laughs> crap. And this is what's been pushed up. As we showed you, if you just wa- started watching the show, all the way up to the White House, Biden bringing in this craziness. Mm-hmm. So this is what they're going against. This kind of legislation makes lots of sense. Now, both uh, the, uh, Alabama and Tennessee want to talk about adults. It's mm-hmm. fine if adults get it. I mean, it's not really fine, but <laughs> we're not going to legislate on it. Right. And that's where I'm at, right? Yep, okay. I, I don't think we should. Mm-hmm. But this was an interesting clip here. We clipped a couple pieces. This was an interview, actually, by Kyle Zelensky of uh kolinsky kolinsky sorry yep. mm-hmm. kyle kolinsky of uh off of breaking points whatever mm-hmm. they call that media yeah crystal group. and kyle and friends yeah um this was interesting so he was debating this came up late at night uh, i was just going through uh yeah i haven't watched it yet actually I, i've seen the video and i haven't watched it but uh yeah it's tough to watch that kyle kolinsky every once in a while he's he's a total radical leftist and he's kind of annoying but uh Every once in a while, it gets a good guest like Jordan Peterson. Well, that's a good discussion. Let's go ahead and play this clip. Oh, jeez. Let me ask you guys, would you ban transition surgery for adults? 
I don't know. Really? Yeah, really. See, We're paying a me, big price for it. And I well, think that I think that it was um it was an an act of stunning hubris to conduct the first trans surgery procedure. But, and it's not obvious to me at all that it's been a net social good. If someone comes to you and says, I feel like I have lung cancer, that is not sufficient grounds upon which to formulate a diagnosis, much less proceed to surgery. Mm -hmm. And so the question is, what do you mean by feel? What is that? Is that an emotion? Now, the problem, this problem is complicated and compounded by the fact of the necessity of medical involvement and the ethics on the medical front. So when you asked me about how that should be regulated, my answer was, I'm not exactly sure about that. Yeah, Although it isn't obvious to me that the, that it's obvious to me that the trans surgery enterprise has gone way too far, way too far, thousands of people too far. And I'm certain that it's harmed exponentially more people than it's helped. Okay, that was actually mm. very smooth clipping by Dawson. That was actually three different clips put together. Dawson, you're so smooth that I couldn't even tell. Um, <laughs> so just so you know, uh, th those were the thoughts. I just wanted to get away from the dialogue between him and Kyle, because mm -hmm. quite frankly, what is, does it matter what Kyle is? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And I, I think that Kyle Kalinske, I don't know for sure, but I think that he's pretty in favor of this whole transgender agenda. Uh, and it's too bad that, you know, Crystal Ball, she she's a lefty too, but she's, you know, okay to listen to. And uh, I'm not sure why she does a show with him, but it's interesting what Jordan Peterson said. I don't fully agree that it should be banned for adults, and he doesn't even fully say that, but uh, I it's do agree. he didn't just come out with a statement, though. Mm -hmm. that, that's what Right, I he really did sit there and think about it for a second. Yeah. And I, I like that he's not someone who's just going on the fly of his seat. You know, he's saying whatever is, he thinks is the right thing to say. Uh but I, I also agree with him that this surgery has done more to hurt people than help people. Uh, and that, that's an obvious thing that it's uh, damaging these people and that the majority, I, I don't know, maybe there's someone who has gender dysphoria, it helps, I don't really know, but uh, the vast majority of people, it's harming them. Yeah. All right, let's go to a couple comments here. Dawson, I'll just read some of these here since I got them. Uh, Glenn says, good afternoon. Dylan is a man. Quit misgendering him as a woman. <laughs> I'm just going with what the article said. That's see, that's the thing is nowadays most articles are just going to go right into that pronoun. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, we have got to talk about this. What's that? Speaking of misgendering. Okay, Dawson, go to actionforliberty.com. I I totally forgot. We I was like, should we bring this up on the show? We we definitely have to because Glenn's comment made me think about this because th this is a fascinating one. Um. Go to actionforliberty.com, pull it on my screen so I can take a look. We're going to look for the um, article. Oh, you know what? Actually, it's already in the queue. Yeah, it's that one. Socialist Dems push cash stipends. All right, so first of all, we learned who that weird staring person was behind mm -hmm. Tim Walls. That's right. During the transgender uh, you know, uh, press conference, and mm -hmm. it was a state representative named Alicia Kozlowski, mm -hmm. pictured there with uh, to the left. To the right, right behind her, is uh, or they mm -hmm. yeah. is uh, is uh, Grant Hoschild, uh, who's also sponsored this program. This is money that's your money, basically surplus money, and they just want to give cash stipends to homeless youth, mm -hmm. youth defined at like twenty six or something like that. Right? Yeah, right, eighteen to twenty six. Yeah, and uh, they say with priority to the LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Okay, and people yeah. of color. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they they don't want to miss that one. So uh, scroll down. Didn't we did we hyperlink Alicia Kozlowski because we learned something about this? There you go. The bill is authored by the first two spirit non-binary legislator. Click on that. <laughs> okay, you guys ready for this? Because if if you want to talk about misgendering someone, we're about to go on a wild ride here. <clears throat> I'm gonna see if I can get this right. Okay, because this is actually a this is a tricky one. Okay. Are we getting? Are we seriously getting paywalled? Mm. I got a backup if we can't get through this thing. Okay, I do have a backup. All right, I'm gonna try to fight this thing. It's the Bidgey Pioneer. Um, shoot, I got, I got paywalled. Um, let's. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna Google Alicia Kozlowski. Yeah, it says it in the Wikipedia as well. Yeah, I didn't want to read. The, there's an even better one than the Wikipedia. I'll I'll officially come out and say that as a Detroit Lakes native, Bemidji doesn't deserve the right to pay while their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's all probably the same owner. Just go to Alicia Klausowski's Wikipedia page. How do you spell that? Uh, K-O-Z-L-O-W-S-K-I. Okay. I think I'm there. Yep. All that's right. the one. You guys ready for this wild ride? This is going to be fun. All right. So as you read, um, where, what page is it? Okay. Um, Kozlowski is non-binary. So it reads, born in Duluth, Minnesota, Kozlowski is of Mexican and Ojibwe descent and is the child of a Fond du Lac band elder. They earned a bachelor <laughs> of arts degree in history from the university of Minnesota Duluth from 2020, 2010 to 2015. Kozlowski worked as a ministry of assistant and guest services manager at Simon property group. They then worked as a register <laughs> generalist at the college and it goes on. They, 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 mm-hmm. Oh, wait a second. Oh, I just noticed this. This yeah, might be just- new. Kozlowski was elected to the Minnesota house representative in November, 2022. She first ran after the, Fourth, four-term DFL incumbent Jennifer Schultz announced she would not seek re-election. And then the next sentence, when they assumed office, Kozlowski <laughs> became the first nine barony. Oh, what a cleverly <laughs> written paragraph there. Mm-hmm. So she was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> then she ran for office and came out. Kozlowski became the first non-binary and first two-spirit member of the Minnesota legislature. And then there's t- the... Um, they hyperlink to um, something on the bottom. Click on that. So if you scroll to the bottom, uh, it's number five. And it says, new indigenous and LGBTQ plus voices that will represent Minnesota. Alicia's the top one. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? This is the article I was looking for. My pronouns are they, them. This is an actual thing. I always thought that was a joke. This yeah. is actually like made it to the state legislature in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I'm running for Minnesota House AB, blah, 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 blah. I'm running as a Native person, as a Mexican-American person, as a two-spirit non-binary person. When I read this, and I still this day don't know what that means, mm-hmm. she's a two-spirit person. Didn't you learn what that was? It's something to do with Native American spirituality. It, I, I don't fully get it. You know, I think it's just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo nonsense. I don't, I have no idea what it means. Two-spirit, you know, it's... I, I don't even want to guess. I'll sound dumb. I have no idea because, but their explanation's got to be dumb too. Right. And these are the people crafting policy. 
I was looking at some older pictures. I actually didn't look like she was a bad looking woman. Mm-hmm. She looked you know, like a woman. Longer hair and all that stuff. And yeah. now as I mean, even that is a little different because if you look at if you go back to the Action for Liberty article, it's just taken on that that look. You know, I don't even know how to define that look, but you know what that look is. You mm-hmm. know, the the glasses that basically no conservatives wear. Yeah, it's like the liberals all shop at the same place. Yeah. Um, the hairstyle like basically Johnny Cash. <laughs> um just became this you know you just kind of wonder like is this just a big is this a big joke is this (laughs) sorry i just had to sneeze i tried to hold it in i couldn't couldn't get it out don't worry about it jesse (laughs) i know nothing's i didn't want to freak you out though (laughs) as long as you don't be fine onto the mic then i'm fine yeah i I turned away dawson don't you worry okay oh anyhow so uh don't worry we won't misgender someone uh in this case there is no gender they're just they which is grammatically makes my ears bleed i can't stand it uh oh yeah it it doesn't make sense the they them thing it really doesn't make any sense you can't use it properly in a sentence it just goes against proper english uh and they they get real crazy when you don't call them a they them you know it's it's really weird to see i think you know it'd be funny if people now when start... you said they get crazy were you just referring to alicia <laughs> i, that I case? was meaning the the whole transgender people out yeah. there but uh yeah he she's you know the, i i think maybe people should start going to kozlowski and you know properly calling her a woman you know maybe she just needs some reinforcement to bring her back to reality i don't know how, how about if you're in this boat just stop being you know in the political spotlight and tr- shaping public policy mm-hmm. right like, like like once you do that once you engage in the political arena you know we we have to have an opinion on it especially when you're crafting legislation that's so terrible yeah essentially these guys are all on board with this this is why it's completely fair game is these guys are all on boards with this uh sanctuary state bill mm-hmm. you know th- that's what this press conference right was. exactly assigning an executive order that really doesn't do much but mm-hmm. really does something is if they pass hf 163 or whatever the hell mm-hmm. that was right yeah and that's the thing unless there's a democrat out there that's saying that they oppose it which there isn't so their silence yeah. speaks for them you know we, we know exactly that these democrats all support it and you know they, they don't all actually support it they're just afraid to speak out right now i really i'm interested in this program, as if you can't see any problems with this program, they're going to use a nonprofit uh, to disseminate cash stipends to homeless youth. Gee, I wonder if that's going to be abused. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this program, what they're going to do is uh, somehow, and we couldn't find out in the language of the bill, so maybe it's a wink, wink, nod, nod, you know, to these nonprofits disseminating it, mm-hmm. but they're going to give preference to LGBTQ youth. Mm-hmm. Go back to the article, because Alicia Kozlowski um, they went on to write about see how appropriate i was there <laughs> yeah wasn't that great go down to this uh social media post of they it just makes my ears bleed mm-hmm. um so alicia writes another bill led by youth for youth hf 2008 would establish a youth cash stipend pilot program for homeless youth is youth ages 18 to 24 we were off on that 26 mm-hmm. 24 in hennepin and st louis county by the way if you don't know or if you're not from Minnesota, Hennepin County is Minneapolis, St. Louis County, way up by Canada. So that's that's the two counties they picked. Now, mm-hmm. she's from St. Louis County, right? Mm-hmm. So there's the tie-in. Geared towards LGBTQ youth and youth of color, which is very unfortunate that they left out the IA and the plus. <laughs> so apparently yeah. two-spirited are not going to be uh, 
accounted mm-hmm. for in this bill. That's what it looks like. What a shame. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyhow, uh, it's like, why does that matter, right? Yeah. But this is this toxicity of the left. Okay, so um, I said to Jesse, I'll give you a couple minutes at the end of the show for your crazy conspiracies. <laughs> Are you – what's that? Oh, am I not eating the mic? I'm sorry. It's the first <laughs> time doing this, uh, Dawson. Thanks for the reminder. Um, you wanted to talk about how Michelle Obama's really a man. Is that <laughs> what you wanted to do? Well, we, we could do that one no, first. No, we're not doing uh, That but... one is so stupid. <laughs> God. I, I think it's fun to talk about. I, I think it's it's just a good question to have. I think, you know, if in the comments section, if you think Michelle Obama is a man, let us know. If you think no, she's a woman, let us that. know. No I, I'd like to know what our audience thinks. What's that, Dawson? I'm, I'm ex- exclaiming incredulously because Jesse is very funny. I mean, he yeah. just is like, I'm asking the questions. I don't have an opinion on this. Right, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what if do you, Michelle Obama is a man. She's What's never proven opinion? to me that she's a woman, so I mean. Oh, what, she what has I? to prove to you. I didn't know you were the official <laughs> well, you know, and people, gender assignment person. No, I'm not the official person. I'm just saying I, I don't know. And, uh, you know, th- I've seen some pictures of her looking pretty manly. There's people out there saying, you know, where's the photos of a pregnant Michelle Obama? They don't exist. What's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. All right, let's. Uh, all right, I'll let you play the Joan Rivers. Clip. <laughs> but Joan Rivers, the, uh, she was one of the people to popularize this. Yeah, idea. the deceased Joan Rivers. <laughs> Miss Rivers, how are you? You made you made a ton of news officiating the wedding in New York yesterday. Is this like a is this like a new uh, cottage uh, career move for you? I'm so excited. Okay. And I should do very well because I don't show. And do you think that the country will see the first the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president? We already have it with Obama, <laughs> so. Let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a trans. Uh, I'm sorry, she's a what? <laughs> a transgender. We all know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. It's okay. <laughs> Joan Rivers is a comedian. That's yep. great shock value on that one. <laughs> I guess so. I told but... you Tim Dillon's coming to uh, uh, mm-hmm. Mystic Lake on April <laughs> Yep, that's exciting. Uh, but... One thing also about uh, this Michelle Obama thing, uh, I was looking for that clip of Joan Rivers, and uh, it looked like CNN had posted it, so I clicked on it, and they replaced the clip. CNN changed the clip after the fact. It's almost like CNN is covering for Michael Obama. You know, is Michelle Michael? I don't really know. I just know that CNN is covering up for it. You know, they don't want people to think about it. They don't want people questioning it, uh, but... You know, I think the transgender movement, they would love to have Michelle Obama come out and say the truth. You know, it'd be a big, big win of momentum for him. Could it it not be them cleaning it up a little bit after she passed away, you said, right, Jay? Joan Rivers did, yeah. Joan Mm -hmm. Rivers did. So that's probably not something that Joan Rivers would want to have floating around. Oh, no, she was crude as a comedian. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure she wouldn't care. (laughs) CNN probably She was... She was so spit out by the uh, modern cancel culture because she she just was she, she had shock value. Mm-hmm. That's that's hilarious. Right. Really. I mean, I don't know if we're supposed to laugh though. I better check with <laughs> the uh, the mob. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I'll tell you, I wouldn't be shocked if Barack Obama was interested in a transgender. You know, and uh, that's why. In this, why do you say that? In this other video here that we can see. Oh no, you, Barack okay. Obama was had a tranny nanny. He had a transgender babysitter nanny 
that uh, you know looked after him. Uh, I think people should watch this video. I didn't know about this until a few days ago, and once I discovered it, it's like, oh my gosh, it all makes sense. It's crazy. All right, uh, that's so, the last piece I'm giving you on the show. Last this one. thing is taking a turn for something really <laughs> interesting, and every Q person is going to love us here. Okay, go ahead. 66-year-old Evie walks the streets of her Indonesian slum. She lives in a tiny room, subsisting on money she earns from washing clothes. Evie's meager existence belies a startling truth. She was once nanny to President Barack Obama. Evie says she's always been proud that the person she cared for, drove to school, and cooked for ended up being number one in the world. The future president was just eight years old this at the time. This isn't the video I sent you. I don't think it's not his playing any Dunham of the uh, audio on top of it. To what Indonesia. do you mean it's not the video Dunham you sent me? I clicked by a Evie's link. I know, but it, this wasn't job. what I watched. For two years, Evie <laughs> it is what I watched. It is in this it's not playing audio. Anyhow, you sent this to me the other night. It's a big conspiracy something like that and i was like really jesse okay so go ahead and introduce what it is and i'm gonna read some comments here okay well people should look it up for themselves you can find it just google or youtube or rumble just look up obama transgender nanny you will find it all for yourself uh obama when he was a kid he lived in indonesia for a little while after his mom had left uh barack obama senior uh and so they, they were in indonesia she gets herself a new indonesian boyfriend uh she needs someone to be a nanny uh, and sure enough, who does she choose? She chooses a transgender person, uh, a guy who's pretending to be a woman. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Apparently, the transgender said that uh, she had no idea uh, that Barack Obama even became the president, uh, that the transgender didn't tell Obama as a kid that he was being raised by this transgender. Uh, this is a crazy story, you know. Th this isn't just, you know, <laughs> it was things crazy. that just happened. You I know? didn't know about that. And you, you introduced, like, you wouldn't believe all the things they missed on Obama. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, a lot of us knew that because you were obviously mm -hmm. very young during Obama. It's like, oh, yeah, like Jeremiah Wright, the pastor that mm -hmm. apparently went to services every Sunday but didn't know all the racial things the guy yeah. said and the profanities he said from the pulpit. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Obama was such a fraud, and the media didn't do any good job covering that story. But, you know, you make it sound like his mother actually – searched for a transgender maid. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm betting it's just a Miss Doubtfire deal. You think you hired a lady, ends up it's really a dude, but mm -hmm. you thought you hired a lady. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't I don't fully know. And uh you know but I got you know what? In the case of Miss Doubtfire, <laughs> the whole ruse was so that you could be closer to the kids and make an impact on their lives. Mm -hmm. huh? Right. You I get my <laughs> reference. You know what Miss Doubtfire is? Yeah, movie? it's oh. been been a while, but yeah. Oh you've seen it? Yeah, a long time ago. I just ago, learned but... all you guys hadn't seen Super Troopers the other day. I couldn't <laughs> mm -hmm. believe it. Yep. Um, Bliff Gardner says, um, Two-Spirit is what the Native Americans call their trans people, is my understanding. Let's Can we pull up the Wikipedia real quick? Because, you know, on this show, we like to be as accurate and precise as possible. And I feel it would be a great injustice if we didn't actually give you guys the, the official n definition of Two-Spirit. Because I think... Is it? Is there one? What do you got? Am I gonna see on the screen? Well, that's Wikipedia right there. That's what I'm looking at. Mm -hmm. Two spirit, also two s, or occasionally two spirited, is a modern Pan-Indian umbrella term used by some indigenous North Americans to describe Native people in their communities who fulfill a traditional third gender or other gender variant ceremonial and social role in their culture. Well, now i got to click on third gender. What's third gender? Third gender is a concept. Yeah, that's right. It's a concept. Mm 
in which individuals are categorized either by themselves or by society as neither man nor woman. Well, okay, now this is just stupid. Mm -hmm. Alicia's like saying I'm non-binary, but I'm two-spirited. So it's mm -hmm. like you're that's redundant. Yeah. You're just like now what was that original article? It talked about everything that she is and then had to go back and uh reemphasize the fact that she's Indian. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even keep track of all this craziness. <laughs> no, I know it's ridiculous. I can't, I can't keep track either. I mean, they're making shit up. Yep. And then you read whatever the Wikipedia page, the article, and it's you're referring to one individual as they. Mm -hmm. Like, how stupid is that? Yeah. Oh. You know, if you don't want people talking about it, stop running for office, stop trying to make policy, stop trying to change our, stop spending our damn surplus money on bullshit cash stipends to homeless youth and making that issue also about LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. And stop, stop going after our children. That is the most ridiculous thing. You guys are monsters for doing that. Like, you know, I never thought that that'd be the big rallying cry. And maybe it is politically for us. Mm-hmm is protecting children not trans children there's no such thing as a freaking ch trans children that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard yeah you have no idea what that kid's gonna do when they grow up little boys will sometimes play with dolls and try try doing tea parties with girls and wear dresses it doesn't mean they're gonna grow up and be a woman mm -hmm. they're six they're four whatever it is it's so stupid yeah and there are girls out there that have they're tomboys they like doing boy stuff and some of them end up growing up and they end up having girl traits we don't know as children yeah you know you gotta stop listening to the children in that regard that's such a dumb concept my little six-year-old i'll give you a little story here and then we'll sign off my six-year-old last night goes i uh, built a leprechaun trap and i was like oh that's <laughs> funny you know and mm -hmm. he goes on to talk about leprechauns i go you know leprechauns aren't real <laughs> oh no dad they're real you know i i was I, like your son for a while i was a part of the uh you know leprechaun truther movement for a little while too i i think there's there's questions to ask there's there's some interesting videos if people dig deep enough into the internet <laughs> are you bullshitting me right now no i mean as a kid i, I looked into it as a you know? kid sure like 18 to 24 year old <laughs> no no Wait, you're 24 right that. now you're yeah. youth mm -hmm. yeah when did you stop believing that Oh, I, I don't know. You know, it's no, I know this is a very specific question. I'd say, I don't know. I, I, you know, it, I, I like looking into those kinds Can of I things. Can I get William the, back on the, the show? The, the I mean, Bigfoots, I, the mermaids, I mean, the leprechauns. It's good to, it's good to just be questioning everything. <laughs> I think it's good to, it's good to just, you know, side on. I side can't with tell the, if you're bullshitting me right now. Did you really believe in leprechauns? I don't really anymore, but I'm open to it. You're open to leprechauns. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> and mermaids, I totally believe in mer in mermaids. Well, I yeah, think. there's movies the, of that, right? Yeah, oh, <laughs> well, god. yeah, there, there's documentaries. Surprisingly, what Jesse's saying is not the craziest thing we've talked about on the show here. <laughs> Too spirited. Yeah. Uh, he believed in leprechauns, and he basically the conversation because it, it carried on to this morning. Oh, Dad, if I catch one, you'll admit you were wrong. Yep, I'll admit I'm wrong <laughs> if you catch a leprechaun in that thing. <laughs> Oh, six-year-olds. Yep, I'm rooting they for They don't know son. anything. Neither do 24-year-olds, <laughs> apparently. Well, I, maybe just on the leprechaun topic, but we'll see. Carl Nelson said that uh, Joan Rivers died shortly after that interview. Tucker alludes to suicide. Wink, wink. 
Mm. I don't think so. She was old. Yeah. She was like in her late 80s, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse, Carla says, Jesse, I love you bunches, but don't be so open. Your brain falls out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I on, think uh, everyone lost on leprechauns. On, on the leprechauns. Okay. What age did you <laughs> finally believe that is not true? I was I was just a kid, probably 10 to 12, you know. Okay. Well, but, why did you uh, just say that? No one's going to fault you for that. <laughs> yeah. 12, no. But 10 to 12, there's quite a difference in that. Yeah, there is. <laughs> it, it, oh, okay, the, the leprechauns, I'll drop that one. But, you know, <laughs> other things people should still be, you know, just question everything. Who knows? Well, you know, I know that's where it comes to is like you got to start questioning everything in this world. Like mm-hmm. you've been spoon fed so many lies. Oh, leprechauns. <laughs> oh, yep. man. Two spirits. <laughs> oh, they, them. Mm-hmm. Wow. I actually really wanted to talk more about foreign policy and the <laughs> banking system collapse. Yeah. You know, there's this here's the here's the conspiracy I have. And the only reason I'm going on with the show is because we still have an audience. So and in some regards, it's growing. So apparently the leprechaun bit actually <laughs> stuck with people. Maybe we have a lot of pro leprechauns. <laughs> I hope so. We are coming really close to uh, St. Patty's Day, by the mm-hmm. way, March 17th. That's right. Uh, stopping by um, Quinny's in um, in Matamidi. Janice Quinley, great friend of the show, mm-hmm. for uh, some mulligan stew and uh, green beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I won't be there, actually, because they'll be celebrating that six-year-old's uh, birthday party who believes in leprechauns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, where was I going with this? I was going to extend something. I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> Where was I going with this, Jesse? I'm not sure. Uh, oh, St. Patrick's Day, I think, leprechauns. You know, if we want to talk about the conspiracies, I almost sometimes think that, you know, they, they plant this stuff in Biden's ears and they hold this press conference and they get the walls of the world to parade this thing. Just so we talk about such a crazy issue. Meanwhile, their banks are closing. They're about to get some World War III. Do you ever get mm-hmm. the sense that this is all just one big ruse because they want us focusing on something. Meanwhile, they're doing something right over here mm-hmm. because this is clearly not the biggest issue, but you can't ignore it if they're actually going to hack up children. That seems to be right. what they're doing. Yeah, no, I think it's partially, of course, a distraction to you know keep people focused on the culture war, but uh, I, I think it's also a very real thing like you're talking about. You know, th- These are kids' lives on the line, and... Uh, so it is partially a distraction, but also the establishment is so good at pointing us in so many different directions, so many issues all the time. So we can't keep them all straight at all the time. So, uh, yeah, no, I think that they're definitely trying to keep people focused on one thing. Don't look at this, you know, pay attention to the hand. Don't look at the hand behind. So, yeah. And, and then, I mean, you got Twitter files, which is the federal government, you know, infringing on our First Amendment rights, which mm-hmm. is a huge violation um somehow the mysterious ufos that just went away yeah you know Mm -hmm. we talked about that in like three weeks Mm -hmm. these things that they shot down yeah we still don't know (laughs) they were balloons but we still don't know what the hell happened there Mm -hmm. oh man (laughs) um that's why i'm so happy to do this show is because we're going to investigate these big topics. We're going to bring it to you. We're going to tell you what we believe to be true because living in a world of deceptions and lies by the mainstream media and the politicians. Mm-hmm. So we're going to weed through that bullshit. Even the leprechauns, you know, <laughs> we'll get, we'll, we'll cover those topics, I guess. But uh, there's so much more to talk about. I, I appreciate everyone tuning in. 
Um, I want to let you know we've got a really interesting interview scheduled. Uh, we'll be le releasing on Tuesday with somebody that was actually at the January 6th. Um, what the hell are we going to call this now? Because it's not an insurrection. The January 6th guided tour? <laughs> yeah, I just say protest, but I'm sure that there's a cool name that we could come up with. Okay. So the January 6th Capitol protest. She's being prosecuted. Um, which there's video of her that seems to be a clear and cut thing that she didn't do what they're alleging. Hmm. Uh, so we're going to have that, uh, for you on Tuesday is what we're looking to release this. Hopefully everything works out, but we'll be interviewing her and releasing that. So stay tuned. We'll be uh, live Tuesday at one o'clock. Um, I think next week, our second show will actually be moved to Friday. We try to do Tuesday and Thursdays, one o'clock, um, but I think next week, just because of a schedule conflict, the next one will be on Friday. But anyhow, Tuesday at one o'clock, right here on Rumble. By the way, everyone here is now watching on Rumble because YouTube's got us banned. But make sure if you are watching, you get that free account and you like or follow us on Rumble. That helps us out tremendously. Go to our Twitter account. Do you have the Twitter handle? It's action underscore liberty right over here. Action underscore liberty and uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, those are two current free speech platforms that we're on. We're obviously building from scratch. You know, it's really interesting. We had um, tens of thousands of people following us on Facebook. We had one group with 50,000 followers. Facebook wiped us off the internet. Mm -hmm. We built back relatively quick, about 2,500, and then it stopped. And essentially, with even 2,500 people that follow us on Facebook, you never get more than a couple impressions. Unless we post a meme... And then mm -hmm. the Facebook gods are like, oh, meme, that's that's harmless. It's not activating people, mobilizing them to do anything politically. Mm -hmm. So we'll let people like that. So we don't even end up on your feed if you're still on Facebook. Honestly, we put so little investment in Facebook these days, I almost just wish we could be off the platform, but there's still people there. So, And then, of course, Truth Hurts, which I think you just look up Action for Liberty, and that's what, you, that's what you'll find. Um Elliot Tucker writes, meanwhile, Russian fighters are pissing fuel on our drones in black, the Black Sea. Mm. You know, I didn't even fully vet. Oh, here's another big story that um, has just gone out of the public view. Mm -hmm. Like Seymour Hersh's uh, article about how the Biden administration blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, actually, I was just seeing something on that that uh, I think the U.S. is saying Ukraine did it, that Ukraine. Oh, blew I it know up. what they're saying. Right. But that's that's the that's the story now. That, that that's what they're going with of course they're going with that and by the way ukraine didn't do that without our help yeah so yeah there you go great journalism so-called <laughs> journalist seymour mm -hmm. hirsch Pulitzer prize winning journalist yeah and i think though. didn't russia just shoot down uh that's what American... he's referring to yeah right yeah. it's a drone i'm like oh god mm -hmm. yeah not not a, not a good way for things to be going so we definitely need peace. We need someone who's uh, willing to cut a deal between Zelensky and Putin. That's the only way that we can get this thing over with. Qual for Life says, good stuff. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you, Qual for Life. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. I appreciate everyone tuning in. I feel like we're bringing something that you guys are interested in. Obviously, you keep tuning into it. Uh, the comment section is great. Unfortunately, the live comment section just disappears after this. So uh, I appreciate everyone that does that. You can leave a comment. P please leave a comment if you watch this after the fact. Most of our audience watches after the fact. Mm -hmm. I think uh, we'd probably do better if we we did live in the evening. But, of course, in the evening, I like spending time with my little children and then listening to what gender they are that day. <laughs> Just kidding. 
Mm-hmm. Luckily, I haven't had to deal with that. I'm, there's good families that probably have to deal with crazy things. Everyone's got to deal with stuff. You have kids. Kids kids aren't easy, right? Yeah. My God, you don't listen to what gender they say they are. That's the dumbest crap ever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sign off. Uh, Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Make sure you tune in. We will have a special guest that we're going to be interviewing. She's being prosecuted for the January 6th event. Uh, whatever the hell we want to call that, the guided tour at the Capitol, Capitol protest, certainly mm-hmm. not an insurrection. That is a false narrative they want you to believe in. So we'll be interviewing her. Uh, that'll be Tuesday, 1 o'clock. Thank you very much for tuning in. We'll see you next time.